always is. The trade of trading for traders. Hosted by Nephew Elite and Rex Dog Actual from RexDogTrading.com. Excuse me while I whip this out. Welcome to another episode of Always In. This is Rex Dog Actual, Nephew Elite. Are you there and ready to go? Ready. Sweet. In today's episode, you'll discover why you must create your own theory of the market. Really, this is a critical thing if you want to be an elite trader. You have to build conviction in your trading. And the only way you build conviction is if the way that the market moves, the way that it it goes up and down, and the way that you exit and ma- execute and manage trades makes sense in your own mind and in your own style of how you like to trade so that you can trade with conviction. So the conversation we're going to have uh, today, uh, Nephew Elite, is, is really about that, which is, do you, what is your first take when I say creating your own theory of the market? I, I'm sure you've heard me say that. Yes, I have. And I believe it means that I should create my own standards within the market, or I can theorize and have ideas within the market, if that makes sense. That makes complete sense. I think one of the things I would say, you you should have your own belief system on how the market operates is the way I look at it. And for instance, support and resistance, just standard support and resistance. You should, do you believe in support and resistance, first of all? Do you do you see it play out in the charts? Do you do you trade it? Do you trade with it? How does it play a role in your trading? It's very important. I use support resistance as level checks, usually where I see something fail. It's very important in my trading. Okay, so you learned the concept support and resistance and you believe in it because you it's a it's a component of your trading, the trade system. Now, do you believe in it because when we sat down and I taught you about it because I remember that specific mm-hmm. time uh, because I told you, or, or did it, have you seen it play out in the market? And has your your understanding of support and resistance evolved to to how you utilize it and how you trade around it? That's actually a great way to put it. It has evolved. Seeing you telling me for the first time, obviously, I'm gonna think, okay, well, it has to work every time. I have to trust it. But I've seen support and resistance fail. I've seen it been tested, and that's where the difference came to me was through my own testing, through my own failure of not using those and now using them, seeing the difference in my trading. I think this theory, this concept of a theory of how the market works really goes at a deep core level where, for instance, if I met someone and they said, look, I trade the moon patterns or the moon cycles, and that's how I execute my trades. And I believe that the market moves in conjunction with moon cycles. I've actually think I've read a blog or a guy that traded this and I, I would say, who am I to argue if you could show me that you can consistently and reliably pull capital and the way that you're understanding how to trade the markets, the way that makes sense to you is through following moon cycles. You're saying that when it's a half moon, that means that I should short at this level, however you come to describe it, however you want to come to describe it. If that's a, a theory of the market that you've developed and that you've sat in front of charts and even fundamental analysis, however you've got, gone about it, if you've developed that, who am I to say that that theory is invalid if 
you can consistently and reliably pull capital from the market. To me, that's the measure of a elite trader. Elite trader, a, a trader that actually is a trader, is one that has a system, however it's based, whatever philosophy, and they can use that system so that when they're, they're consistently pulling capital from the market and it it's repeatable and it's it's I won't say it's stress-free, but it is doesn't ruin their life. They could get up tomorrow and do it, and it's not going to exhaust them. It's not going to take the wind out of their sails, and they can't do anything else. And I found that all the traders that I know that are successful, they have their own, yeah, they've read the books, they've watched the videos, but they have their own philosophy based on watching the market and trading the market and and creating their strategy or or for alphas that are, are adopting our strategy they they go through and they learn the various aspects of how we look at the market how we teach to look at the market and one of the things i say throughout the training is that okay this is i see this time and time again this is a philosophy yes this goes against what you often hear out there from other things and other books and everything else but your role now is go out there and prove it to yourself in charts. Go out there, prove it to yourself in forward testing. Forward test this concept. Uh, not just just taking a concept that you learn and just looking back in charts isn't going to tell you the reality of trading that in real time. Because you've experienced this firsthand. To, to trade any type of trade with conviction, you have to have some kind of reason for doing that trade, right? Or a series of reasons, correct? Yes. And your belief in those series of reasons come from obviously a philosophy or a theory of the market, which is for the most part came from learning the system that I developed, right? 100%, yeah. How much of that, I guess to me, I, I'm generally curious about this question. How much of the, your own theory of the markets are you starting to see? Is there any, do you see any things that you're starting to see that we haven't talked about or that we haven't discussed or that you haven't seen discussed out that you're starting to adopt that are things that you're seeing in the market or, or maybe just a pattern or maybe the way that the market does certain things or the way that you execute a certain trade? Is there anything like that? I can give you one example just off sure. the top of my head is just... Momentum heavy days. When I first started trading, I remember I struggled with the concept of one day being able to continue to go up all day, continue to break the highs, test momentum, and continue to rip up. That was just the biggest struggle for me. But now seeing the pattern over and over again, and seeing even when it continues to rip up and then there is a turnover, I've been able to see that the slow momentum indicator is more of the test of once that breaks, is the test either the RDA or it's the turnover period. Because slow momentum usually holds just stronger for me, most testing. And just looking back at charts, slow momentum indicators always tested. From just my perspective, what I've seen playing with momentum on that side. No, that makes that makes perfect sense. That's actually a pretty good example, what you mentioned there with the strong momentum. And you'll find, this is just from my own journey, that as you have more trading days behind you, especially if you're journaling and you're, you're writing these things down and you start seeing things, you'll start noticing things from time to time and they'll start popping up. And at first, they'll just be these things that, oh, I notice when 
it stalls at this certain at, at, at the, in, with this certain pattern, and then this happens around this indicator, for instance, that it generally does this. There's probably three or four things when I stream that I say time and time again, where oh, it's at a at a stall period, or okay, it's setting up to to do this because these are things that I've seen and. And yes, it's the actions of the market, but what it really is, is my theory of, and one of the things that I'm sure we'll do a show on specifically is you've heard me say, don't ask why, like you shouldn't ask why. Yeah, correct? exactly. I don't care why things move. I don't care why they go up, but I do sometimes try to explain things, but I know I'll never know the answer. So for instance, if you have a low in the market, and then the market comes and takes out that low, and then it comes up. Many people say, oh, that was a stop hunt. Okay, maybe it was. But does it really matter? <laughs> if, if it's a pattern that you could see, you're never going to know if it really was some big capital bank or some a series of, of big capital players coming down and or liquidity providers coming down and doing a stop hunt. I don't try to use these fancy words, but I, I do have my own phraseology and my own terminology that I use for the things that I see in the market that help me trade and execute trades with conviction. And that's where I I guess the the good thing to probably talk about here is, have you done any work in, have you thought about this concept, number one? And then number two, do you think it's worthwhile to maybe create a process in your own trading to develop your own theory of the market? Yes, I think actually I might have accidentally done this because my checklist that I have for trades, what I need to do, hop into them. Pretty much a confirmation on every single chart or confirmation at each indicator or level, something I'm not looking at, I guess essentially is my theory of the market. Now I'm thinking about it on the bigger scale. Well, and I think one thing we could discuss here is how I think is the best way to go through that. And, and create your own theory of the market. The best thing you need to start doing is journaling. But, you know, most people, when they hear journaling, they're thinking, okay, I'm going to journal my trades, my entry, my setups, why I got in, why I got out. The other aspect of journaling that I find extremely helpful is journaling the things that you see in the market that maybe when you have time, you could go and investigate. So, for instance, maybe let's just take something simple. Let's say that. I notice when there's seven green candles in a row that this happens, for instance. I, I probably should come up, I probably should have thought about a better example to come up with. But that would be something that as you're trading, as you're executing your trades, as you're executing your trade plan throughout the week, you'll come, you're going to come across patterns or things that you see. You're going to notice that maybe are a tangent from something else you learned. And one of the things that I see that traders aren't given, and maybe this is talked about in books, maybe it's not, but you are, you're given the permission to think about the market however you want to think about the market. Who's to stop you? Who's to stop you to say that this is the way the market works? There's no rules on you. You don't have rules. Now, there is good guidelines to follow, I suppose. But even those, if you don't believe in those guidelines, 
So for instance, in the Forex market, I don't trade with stop losses. People think it's crazy to trade without stop losses. Well, I don't <laughs> trade with stop losses at all in the Forex market or the crypto market. But that's, that's... I, I, how do I manage risk, you might say? Well, <laughs> I, I'm okay with understanding how I'm trading. I'm okay with scaling in. I have a, a capital level in those accounts where basically the, the trades that I am executing, I could pretty much trade myself even out of uh, one of the most extreme events that I found in the last 20 years in the Forex market. So that's how I manage risk. Now, you might say, well, hey, that's a stupid way to trade, dumb allocation of capital. Well, it consistently and reliably pull capital from the market and it works for me. And I only have to manage my Forex trades 15 minutes a day, less than that. So that's that's what I'd like to get across to people listening that maybe uh, <laughs> you're laughing in the background. I don't know. And I don't think I'm saying anything funny, but why are you laughing? This is awesome. Like, I don't know. Could you continue? That's just crazy <laughs> to hear that type of stuff. Well, but I think that you need to hear it. I think traders, more traders need to hear the fact that, hey, look, it's not that there's no rules. I'm not telling you to go break the law. I'm just telling you that the the stuff that you read in books, unless it's been proven to you in the market, unless it fits your theory of the market, who, why are you believing it? Why are you adopting it? Only adopt and believe things that you've learned and then you've proven to yourself and then go and modify it to further your edge to gives you further edge literally if if you if you think that trading by sea tides works and that's an idea and you can consistently i i know i went to the extreme example of the moon before but i'm i've met a lot of traders that are hindered by their thinking because they rely upon the things that they've read in books they've seen in videos They've learned in training that they've never verified for themselves, but then it's holding them back from being a successful trader because their their trade, their trading and their trade system that they trade is not their theory of the market. And they have these ideas. I've, I've, I've seen this time and time and time again. They have these ideas of maybe how the market works. They're scared to implement them. Because they don't see those theories anywhere else. That, and it goes against one of the best things you could do with indicators, for instance. Look at how an indicator is taught to use and figure out how to use it a little bit opposite of how it's taught to use. I'm not saying that that makes it more right. But generally, the way that indicators are taught to use, are taught to be used, like the RSI and the MACD, are not the most effective way to use those indicators, I've found. Like we have an RSI indicator within our system. It's been massively back-tested. Uh, there's two patterns that we look for with that RSI. And it goes against one of the precepts of how to use the RSI. But it works. So that's because I noticed that, hey, you know, when the RSI does this thing, which isn't taught uh, with these values, it actually provides a pretty good confirmation signal that the market's going to do this. That was my own theory, and I, I didn't. I, and I know for some people, I'm I'm talking. Some people have already got this. I'm really speaking to the people that maybe you haven't got this, and maybe you haven't systematically thought about how do I develop my own theory of the market. 
And you have the permission to do it, meaning no one gives you the permission because you are the kingdom of your own trading realm. Does that make sense? Yeah. We could probably talk. I could probably go on for another because I'm passionate about it for another 20 minutes. But I think we, we've, we've covered this subject in full detail. Or, or is there anything that you can think that we haven't an, an angle that we haven't covered about creating your own theory of the market? I mean, are you – I, I would suggest you adopt it yourself is what I'm, what I'm asking you. Do you think it's valuable to adopt? And then do you – what would be – how would you adopt it in your trading if you do think it's valuable? I'm not saying you have to. I'm just – I'm just curious. I believe it is valuable. I think it's necessary as well as why, why wouldn't you want to? Because now you can play by your own rules, your own system and your own theories. You don't have to rely on anybody else. You have your own set of rules, not rules, but guidelines, you could say that you engage in the market with. Why would you not want to do that? You can do it by testing several different indicators. You could be, doing back testing, forward testing, just looking at charts. Like the market's amazing by itself and you should want to create your own theory. One thing I would add that you just, as you were talking about that is the best theories that I found in the market or the theories that I've developed about how the market works are predictive in nature, are allow me to uh, predict where price is going to go or predict maybe where price is going to react and then have a theory about what should happen there. And not a theory of why, a theory of the what, and sometimes the how. Not a why. We never ask why. Why is irrelevant. You don't need an well, okay. When we ask why, uh, in I believe in, in trading, when you ask why, your only why question you should ask is why did price go there? Mm. Why did price stall there? Why did price react there? That's the only why. Other Any other why? And it's not a why around news. It's a why about, is there something within the chart I could hang my hat on to that why? That is repeatable. That is something I could use time and time again. That's how you develop theories of the market. And I, is, I, I, oh, I actually apologize because I forgot that everyone doesn't have a predictive system. I just have only used... And have been predicting the market with it. So that's my bad. No, that makes sense. I mean, but it's hard for me. I haven't gone and looked and seen the uh, I've I've probably bought, I would say, in my, in me developing the system and learning trading, I probably bought what I would consider trading systems, six or seven trading systems. And it's a good amount. Well, all of them try to predict price. I mean, that's obviously a given. That's what you're trying to do. None of them were predictive to the point where you could reliably predict in advance the places price would react and do certain things. And be always in. And be always in. Yeah, I guess that's another aspect. There's one system that was always in, but it was always in in such a way that would have drove you insane. I think the well, the only person that could trade it was the person that developed it because it was developed for him. And he was the only one that had the mind to be able to trade the system. I couldn't make sense of it one way or another. Uh, so that's when, when they're talking about specifically around developing your own theories, 
these need to be practical theories. They needs to be things that, and the best way to do this is simply, there is a systematic approach to do this where you journal throughout the day and maybe you sit down and journal specifically and think about the market. So for instance, I'm working on a theory of the market right now, uh, a theory that we can predict ranges in advance and we can predict the range within a very, very, very small uh, deviation. Uh, Not like Bollinger Bands. I'm talking about the actual price movements of the range uh, from the highs and the lows and, and predict within a seven to five bar how long that range is going to last within a really tight deviation of price. It's a theory I have about the market. It's a theory that uh, I'm, I've started to mentally, or not, yeah, mentally in real time, be able to develop somewhat in my own trading. So now I'm working it backwards and saying, okay, how can I put this theory into practice into an indicator, into an indicator that takes the thing, the theory of, and the theory behind this is that the market, everybody knows the market, you know, moves up in waves and then it, goes to a consolidation or a range, whatever it is. Well, my theory comes down to not measurement of those things, not measurement and range, ATR, anything else, but a combination of four different things that collide that I've noticed over the years that I think define the range when it gets into a consolidation period. That's an example. Now, how did I go about doing that? hopefully this is helping people. I just started noticing it and I started just, I have, I use Evernote and I started an Evernote notebook on it. And every time I saw it pop up in the chart and I saw elements of it, I would just add to it, take a screenshot from time to time. I wake up in the middle of the night. I know I'm insane. And maybe I might think it, I pull up a note on my, my phone and I, I just dictate a note, uh, probably waking up everybody in the room and the dog, but you know, that's how I went through building this theory is that I noticed it. I started documenting it. I went back in charts, went back in other markets, and I started building the architecture of this theory uh, so that I could take advantage of it. Now, I'm looking to take advantage of it in even a larger scale instead of having it in my head and using the amazing computing power of the brain to do it. I'm trying to put it into an indicator that that my brain and pattern recognition and everything else can recognize beforehand. Is that a good example or is that a good real world example of kind of how this plays out? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I I found tremendous benefit of having my own theories of the market. I don't believe I would be as successful of a trader as I was if I didn't break away from the thinking of everyone else and realize that I need to have my own theory of the market. Uh, so I implore any trader out there uh, that one of the first steps, if you haven't made it yet, is to do that, is to start realizing that you need to start developing your own theory of the markets.
It's time to get started with one of the best trade systems ever created in humankind. Visit rexdogtrading.com and discover how to consistently and reliably pull capital from the markets. Yeah.